0: Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service podcast. This is the podcast, so we'll let you have it your way. As long as your way is the way we exactly record it. It's going gonna, gonna to be that kind of podcast. Uh, it's me with my ho- co-host.
1: Nathan Smizard. Didn't say
0: your name. Oh, yeah. I'm Matt Doyma, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's that kind of podcast as well. Uh, uh, making sure we sound oh so pretty today, we've got... Jalen Russell. And you guys, uh, we're making awful history yet again i'm i'm flabbergasted
2: what could it possibly what is it be? this time
0: uh this is the ninth andrew we've had on the podcast
1: oh my god oh the my hits god. keep coming
0: yeah if we you know what that means though the next one we have on the podcast uh fills our card so we get we get a free one we get a free andrew we get a free andrew <laughs> on, the <laughs> next, on the next you one know. on our frequent andrew card uh you guys we have the host of the awesome new metal podcast called uh Life Was Peachy. He also has an album called Dracula. You guys, we have the very funny Andrew Sahak on the podcast. You guys. Oh,
3: thank you. Thank Welcome you here. Uh it's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be the the ninth most important Andrew in your lives. Uh, you know,
0: but in the Twin Cities comedy scene, that there's still at least another like Baker's dozen
3: Um, Yeah, there's, so probably about, oh geez, probably about seven or eight years ago, there was a, a, just a tiny little notion that we should do a show. It was, it was me, Andy Erickson, who doesn't live here anymore, which actually she moved back. uh, And, um, and Andy Wegleitner. Of the show, uh, and it would be co-hosted. It would be hosted by Andrew Reynoldson. And we we're going to call it the original Andys of comedy, and that's like not happen, So uh, you all
0: yeah. are going to wear really big, bright suits, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, and then you guys, one of you was going to announce the wrong Miss Universe. It was. I get it.
3: Yeah, you know what's funny? <laughs> one is so when I was a kid, like I was the only Andy I knew besides the girl from Goonies. And then I moved to (laughs) Minneapolis, right? Moved to Minneapolis. And now there's like, I know at least 20 Andrews. Where the fuck were they throughout all the 80s and 90s and 2000s? I I don't know. But we're all in Minneapolis doing comedy
1: now.
0: Yeah, that's that's (laughs) it. If you're you're listening, your name is Andrew and you've always wanted to get on stage. Minneapolis is the scene.
1: Don't put you up. It's the land
0: of
3: milk and honey. And And Andrews. And Andrews.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, this is the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast we talk about customer service jobs uh, and the stories there and that happen. Um, the first segment is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume.
1: Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job right up and fire you? Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics.
0: Show us your resume. So, yeah, I mean, Andrew, just feel free uh, to, yeah. you know, talk about wherever you want to go with it. Sure. So, um, I'm probably one of the older guests you've had on the
3: show. So, I had my first job in 1996. Uh, I was a bag boy at Fairway Grocery Stores in Ooh. Rapids, Iowa. My technical, my first title was a courtesy. That's what they call it, is courtesy. And my job was to bag, well, my job was to bag groceries and take them out and load them into your car for you. And when I wasn't doing that, I was to stock shelves. And uh, it was the worst job uh, I ever had until my second most recent job. Uh, before that, I worked, or after that, I worked at uh, Carmike Cinemas, um, which was kind of nice because I got to bounce around movie theaters. That job fucking ruled. Uh, and I have some incredible stories about that place um one time i got robbed at gunpoint so that's cool um i got banned from culver's for life because i worked there so
0: that's (laughs) Uh, maybe we're gonna have to go back to that
3: yeah well we can i'll just do that one right now so so Yeah, yeah please so i worked at one movie theater but carmike owned all the movie theaters in town Everyone wore the same uniforms. It was a white shirt, bow tie, maroon vest, black pants. And uh, at one point, they built a brand new movie, 12-plex movie theater called the Windsong 12. Ooh. And in the same parking lot as the Windsong 12 was a brand new Culver's, the first Culver's in town. And. Um, These are
1: exciting times.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is, I mean, we're, we're talking like 1998. Bill Clinton's still doing his thing. Oh, man. You know What's the but Butterburger? He survived the impeachment, you know? I mean, like, it's good times in America. And... Uh, <laughs> times and for so, custard and root beer. Yeah. So apparently everyone who worked at this other movie theater would go into Culver's all the time. And I went in there once, and I got I got ordered a meal to go. I got back to my movie theater, and they had fucked up my order. So I called them, and I said... Hey, you guys fucked up my order. I didn't say it like that because I was 17. I was like, hey, you guys fucked up my order. I was trying to sound older. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so like, cool, we'll just give you a coupon for a free meal. Next time you come through, just tell us we got a book. It's on file. So I was like, cool. So the next day I went, like, my coworker's like, what do you guys want to do for lunch? And I was like, well, I got that free meal from Culver's. Let's go get some more Culver's. So I go through and they fucked my meal up again. And I called him. and I was like, listen, guys, this is the second time in a row. I make minimum wage. Like, you guys are an expensive fast food restaurant. I can't afford to be getting bad meals. And, like, we'll give you another free one. So so I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Like, if you keep making me whole, I'm good. Whatever. So then the next day, my boss, when I come into work, my boss goes, because it's like the summertime, so I'm working every day. My boss comes in and he goes, so... Culver's called you're banned. I go, <laughs> excuse me? Because remember, I didn't do anything wrong. They did something wrong twice. Mm-hmm. So he goes, Yeah. So apparently they called the other movie theater trying to raise hell, thinking you are stealing food from them by claiming that they fucked up. So you got so so they get pissed off the manager of that movie theater. He called me. And now I'm telling you. And I said, "Well, this shit won't stand." So then I called again, and they're like, "Why don't you come in?" So so then the owner of Culvers and the manager of Culvers, like we, the three of us sat down together. I'm a 17 year old kid, and a 25 or 30 year old dude who runs it, and like a 55 year old guy who owns it. And, and <laughs> this guy's trying to make me look like an asshole. I'm like, "No, you fucked up my meal twice." Like I was like, and I wasn't being a Karen about it. I was totally just like, you know, you guys fucked up. I was being cool about it. And then you got, you got me in trouble at a place that I don't even work at. Like, do you realize how dumb that is? And then the owner's like, well, like, what can we do to make spread? I'm like, nothing. And I'm never coming back here again. (laughs) But the the truth is, I go back there all the fucking time. (laughs) Uh,
1: That's a good one. Yeah, you can't ban me. I'm I'm banning me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
0: I'm banning you guys from me.
1: Uh, I want to ban on
0: principles, but I also like pecans as a Sunday topping. So right.
3: Yeah, who am I to turn down a caramel Sunday, right? Or a really Reese's double scoop in a dish.
1: Ooh, you You gotta go dish.
3: Yeah, dish all the way. Dish all the way. So, yeah. So, that was, that was high school. I worked at KB Toys for a while. Oh, that, nice. Oh, oh, yeah. That was, dude.
0: That brings me back.
3: When you're like a kind of nerdy dude, and you're like, oh, there's all kind of. I'll get, the, I'll get to see all the cool new X-Men toys before they come out you're like oh yeah like totally like toy Story is gonna be awesome no it's it was fucking awful it was just <laughs> just, kids just don't give a shit and their parents definitely don't give a shit so you spend all your time just cleaning up stuff and then like it, it pays nothing so they hired me for the uh for the holiday season i quit before thanksgiving i was like
0: did <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even make it to black friday
3: no no i didn't no wow. i was gone yeah uh i worked at a private pharmacy i worked at jimmy john's where i lost the tips of two fingers to a meat slicer um yeah i got all kinds of stuff i worked at a, i worked at a convenience store uh called, uh called deli mart this is a fun story i worked there i, I must have quit that place in 2004 or 5 when i moved here like in 2008 someone from them called me and said hey is this andrew i'm like yeah who is this And like this is deli mart. i'm like okay and like you're late for your shift i'm like i don't live in that state and i haven't for years what are you doing
0: calling me uh so, there's about the end of that conversation like but they're like uh, there's like a silence and like but can, yeah. you, can you still come in
3: can you we still need you to open the store I'm like,
2: we're putting this on. i'm like
3: mind. cool i'll be there in five hours you know <laughs> yeah it was a joke so uh yeah. After that, I worked, uh, I worked at a pizza place. I worked at a, uh, a limousine company, which boy, that, that was the worst job I've ever had. Um, I worked for Wells Fargo bank and now I work for a, an internet company. So,
1: yeah. Quick fairway question. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I'm familiar. Uh, sure. uh there's one in Fairbo. Okay. And, uh, so I've, I've, Part of my job, I deliver things there, and I've also frequented the establishment. Uh, Paper hats are a big thing, yeah, for everyone, yeah, in the meat department. But and the managers, I believe, all wear them in their pictures that are posted on on the wall. But but as a courtesy, personnel, you weren't uh, a paper hat hat person. Okay,
3: we were in and out too much, so like you, you know, if it's a windy day, you'd lose it. <laughs> we got little, little clip-on polyester ties with the fairway logo. That's right.
1: <laughs>
0: top. Yeah. See, when when you say paper hats, I like, and you said the managers have to wear them. I think that like the managers get like a like a nicer paper hat. You know, like like a cowboy hat. You know, yeah, paper. Right.
1: you know, like a. I think you know, they like, get. A, I think they get a little pin to put it in or something. Yeah. Paper paper top hat. You know, maybe bowler. Yeah.
0: <laughs> pork boy you know whatever they don't, right, they don't yeah. have to just do like the regular triangle like the the lobies you know like the low right. the and the totem pole did you have when you had, when, okay so jalen could talk about this a little bit too because he's also he worked as a at a high uh, V as a beggar uh I yeah i was Hy-Vee.
2: also i was also a courtesy clerk that's what we were called i
3: didn't know high V did that because that was kind of our big thing in iowa was like hey fairway high V won't take your shit out fairway will
1: yeah and fairways closed on Sundays. Oh, see,
3: closed Ivy, on You always had
2: Sunday Ivy off. I we also had the drive up. So it wasn't. Uh, yeah. We did all those things. The um,
3: other fucked up thing that fairway did um, is they would schedule you to work at 6 a.m. on school days. So they would expect <laughs> you to come in and help load out the freezer shit and then go to school. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my <laughs> God.
1: But this $5.75 like an hour? Get fucked. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you want to wake to, up early and then go and then still have to go to, a and then go to school? And then go
3: to school. Yeah. And,
0: and then, then come back. back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then come back later and then do
3: an actual shift.
2: <laughs>
3: and there are people like, they were just like, oh man, one of these days, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep working at Fairway and this is going to be, I'm going to own a Fairway one day. And I'm like, yeah, keep dreaming the third Corey that I would know who works at this fucking Fairway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, uh, Quick Trip does something similar. Like that's how they get like diehards. Um, yeah. to work at Quick Trip. They're like, if you start with Quick Trip and you retire with Quick Trip, we will hand you a check for $1 million. Right. Yeah, exactly. Really fire you
0: that? three days before.
1: They say that. Right. Yeah, oh
3: exactly. Yeah. Um, one time, oh, this is a good story. At Fairway... So I'm, I was like 17. I actually got a bike stolen from Fairway. So fuck that place forever. <laughs> uh, I love that bike so much. But one time I was taking out groceries to a little lady. This was, this. I think this was Halloween night, but it was early in the day. And cause like we'd have to show up at four o'clock or whatever. So um, I was taking groceries out and I was just like making small talk, you know. Uh, and I was like, so are you excited to go home and uh, give out candy to the trick-or-treaters? And she said, oh, no, tonight is the devil's night. We oh, don't celebrate that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, I, like, I was like, I'm going to snag these bag of chips from you because you clearly don't need them.
1: You're <laughs> oh, those, those are my people. Those are the people I grew up with. Oh, yeah. I, went to, I went to Jesus school growing up with and yeah. half of them are like, mm, this, this is the devil's day. Yeah. We do yeah. not participate in these things. But then the school would still throw a, a Halloween costume party and call oh, it Har- sure. Harvest Festival.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. just like, Let's call it what it is. Solid, but man. this is
1: Halloween, right? We're doing yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah exactly. but like they like they 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 I could just imagine they're like, Oh, those raggedy Ann and Andy uh costumes are a little they're a little much guys. Yeah. I think I need you to go home and yeah. change. That's a little you're you're like, you're not leaving enough to the imagination. They're sexy, raggedy, and
3: andy costumes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they run rampant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just imagine that you had a lot of, uh, you got a lot of candy out of trunks of cars growing up, Nathan.
1: <laughs> no, we get. No, what would have been funny is if they would have gone as like uh, Delilah from Samson and Delilah, because oh she's the one that's seduced. Samson yeah. in the Bible. Story. It's in the Bible, just some sexy-ass Delilah. <laughs> yeah. That's Sheba. <laughs> I'm Queen Ruth. Sexy yeah. Queen Ruth. Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. What, some guy walking
1: around as John the Baptist, but it's like a de- decapitated person with a head on a platter.
3: Yeah, it's a couple's costume, so one of yeah. them... <laughs> The guys. It's a, it's In the Bible, come on! Oh my God!
0: Uh, you got a little, you got a little creative with your talking ass costume.
3: Yeah. <laughs> a little creative. Um,
0: uh, did you have to yeah. take classes on how to bag groceries? Like, like I, I always, yeah, like, I make you watch like videos and like do instructional stuff, right?
3: Um, I don't know if we did
0: videos,
3: uh, but the whole there was a theory to it. Which is, first of all, you always put cold stuff together, um, which drives me crazy when people don't do it now. Because mm-hmm. um, part of it also is in Iowa, like you might be getting people who are coming from 50 miles away. So, like, they got it's gonna be two hours before that shit is in the grocery you know, whatever, however many, <laughs> before it gets in the freezer. So, like, you gotta put it all together so it's easy for them. Um, but the other theory is you gotta build the box, you wanna make it as boxy as you can. So it's as sturdy as possible. So now when I go to like Target or whatever, they, they bag my shit up and it's just sloppy. I'm just like, you amateurs, you know, mm-hmm. I have done this shit in
1: 20 years and I could beat you <laughs> every time.
2: Andrew knows the shit here. He's got all this right.
1: I do. Yeah. Now, do you do the, I try to be courteous. I was never a bagger, but I'm observant. I know how sure. these things somewhat work. And mm-hmm. so I try to group like items as I put them on the belt. That I think would go well yeah, into the bag helpful. together.
3: Yeah, so I always do all the cold stuff first, and then I do like box things like crackers or whatever after that. Mm-hmm. So that so then they have the tools they need to build the box. Mm-hmm. You know, serving have... this
1: up for you right here. Right, I'm like, doing it. After, yeah, after like there's times I want to be like, I would be like, here, let
0: me just show you how to do this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you trying to say that you're not supposed to put preparation H in the same bag as your fresh produce? no i mean no
2: no no not at all we we had a video game that we played it was called pack that sack, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> pack that sack. oh my god
0: oh my god
2: sounds that's like SM
0: eight. pornography
2: yeah <laughs> we're gonna play pack that sack that's exactly how it went <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> And we watched sounds... we watched a ten minute infomercial about hippo sack. It was this new, really strong plastic bag they were trying to make happen. You could use one hippo sack for every three regular sacks. But we, oh. stopped, but we stopped using them because people didn't trust them, and they were just spending. Right. Like, they had to still double, triple sack the the hippo. Oh sacks. my god! We're <laughs> so
3: dumb. Uh, The other thing we used to do at at Fairway is, like, if there's a, like, usually on Saturdays, they would have, like, uh, the sample lady come in. And she Mm -hmm. usually would would always uh, sell Pasquale's frozen pizza. And if you timed your break right, you could be like, hey, listen, I'm about to go on break in about 15 minutes. You want to throw one of these in for me? And she's like, absolutely. And so, (laughs) like, you wouldn't have to pay for the pizza because it's one of the sample pizzas. And then it's ready by the time you go on break. So it was just, oh man, it was great.
0: So you just had to flirt your way with a like a, I'm assuming mid fifties housewife. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I got real good at that. How's Florence doing these days, by the way? Oh, she's, <laughs> you know, she's learning about her. To kids, make America fantastic. great again. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so you went from there to the movie theater, right?
3: Yep. Movie theater is best job ever. Uh, How long did you work At the movie theater again Oh because I bounced around Because So the first movie theater I worked at It's all the same company But the first theater I worked at Was like a really Old movie theater um, And When they put in That new Wind Song 12 They're like well, We got to do something With this one To kind of like Differentiate Because it's, it's only Like a mile away So uh, That one became The Art House movie theater so, Which was perfect mm. for me So like I got to see Rushmore In a theater I worked at You know Nice. Uh, I like have a rushmore poster f- from the thing, you know. Um I remember one night uh there's a movie called Enemy of the State starring Will Smith. And, yep. and I think Jack Black is also in it. And like <laughs> remember, this is before the internet, so I don't know how people found this up, but we were like selling out showings of it. Like who is here to see this movie? Like it's not a bad movie, but who's here to see it? And then what we realized is there's actually a Star Wars, it was that Star Wars oh, that I remember
1: one. that trailer
3: was on it. So people were buying tickets just to get in to see that trailer. And they were walking out 10 minutes into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was a great job. I got robbed at gunpoint at that, in that job, which was oh, pretty well. tell. Um, We think it was a former employee because they hit us right as we were walking out to drop the deposit
0: um and they happen to know all of your but, names too You're yeah like, hey you andrew put your hands in the yeah. air what right exactly I mean, um, you i said you put your hands in the air
3: but uh yeah i mean it was like because it was like the art house stuff like i'm trying to think like other movies that we ran there like the red violin or like thin red line like art house movies that like you know that we're gonna be playing at the multiplex um like we had, we had a Lars von Trier movie there called Celebration, which is like, <laughs> it's about like a family, like a, a, like a wedding ceremony or something like that, or a birthday party that it's like the dad's birthday party. And during it, it comes out that the father molested all the children. Oh my like, yeah. God. It was like, what the fuck?
0: So exactly you what know, Iowa was looking for. Right.
3: Something Cedar Rapids, Iowa, like the most suburban place in the world. Um. And that summer, uh, it was
0: that that movie and American Pie were the two most watched films in uh Cedar. Right.
3: On. Yeah. And uh so I became so the thing about it is because it was so slow there, it was only a three four-screen theater, um, it was usually just the manager and uh and like an employee working because you could do the whole thing, just the two of you. So like my manager actually was a friend of mine who I was in a band with. Uh so like I couldn't, I basically couldn't get in trouble except one time I accidentally set his stereo on fire. Because uh, <laughs> we were like fucking around with like the vandalism remover, like aerosol cans. And I was like trying to light it on fire. And like he had a door ajar and I was just trying to shoot a, a, a flame into the into the office. And I accidentally shot it at his stereo, which he brought in from home. And then here's the thing. I left the aerosol going after I took the flame away. So the aerosol landed on the uh, stereo and just lit it on fire.
2: <laughs> and he's
3: like, he's like, I'm not gonna fire you, but I am gonna write you up for that. I'm like, that's cool. I'll see you at band practice like tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was, that was the time. Movie theaters the best job, man.
0: What was the name of the band?
3: Um. Okay, I'm trying. Oh, so when I joined it, they already had like started a band, but they hadn't. They only they had written a song called "Confident Pedestrian," and they and I was like, "Oh, okay, like that could just be our band name." And then I quit because they just were not like they didn't want to uh, really practice. So then they kept going without me, and they they became a band called Line L I N E. Um, and yeah, it was weird. It was a weird band. They're cool, good guys though, and uh, they were fun to watch, but you know that's a missed opportunity. A weird...
0: Stereo Fire would have been a perfect name for that band.
3: Stereo Fire would be a good that name for a band, band
1: or
0: any band, really. Yeah. 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 So we've that... we've
1: been a hot streak on this show lately for coming up with good band names. It's true. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's, been a, it's been, a, it's been a, a a thing lately. Huh. For sure. So you're working at an art house. Theater. What were your I have to ask because you said uh-huh. this was in Des Moines, Iowa. Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Cedar Rapids, okay. So even more the so. Second largest city in Did Iowa. Did
1: they show Cedar Rapids at <laughs> the Cedar Rapids art house movie theater? No, it was long gone by then. Okay. And so the thing is,
3: most of that movie was not shot there because Iowa wouldn't give them a tax
0: break. So they shot <laughs> it in Michigan Sounds about
1: Because right.
3: I was too fucking good too dumb to see what's in front of their faces.
0: Hey, they got that. They got that malto meal money. They don't need that. They don't need that Hollywood cash. Yeah. Quaker oats. Oh, same difference. Whatever. Yeah, uh, it's all sugar carbs. Um, no, but I was curious because you're working at at an art house theater in Des Moines in the '90s. Cedar so have, Rapids, they're Cedar Rapids. Sorry, they're yeah. all the same to me. Um, it's okay. I'm from a town that no one knows. Yeah. Uh, Deerwood, Minnesota. Uh, so uh, in Cedar Rapids. What was your average patron at the art house theater there like? Um,
3: God, I'm trying to remember because every once in a while they'd give us like a good movie, just like an Attaboy kind of thing. So they'd give <laughs> us. Like, I still know what you, what you did last summer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you had a lot of like, yeah, like forty five year old ladies and who drag their husbands and they drive a Mazda Miata, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Um, trying to get some culture,
3: yeah. Like or like because Iowa City, where the University of Iowa is, like they didn't really have a great movie theater, so we had people who come up from there because it's only twenty miles away. So they'd come up and see it at our place. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, like basically anything that Miramax put out, like we got that, like Shakespeare in Love or any of that stuff.
0: So um, I'm so late, so late nineties, so like Chasing Amy and uh, Dogma.
3: Yeah, I don't know if we got those or not, but we th- those might have been a little too slapsticky. Like it, like I'm trying to think of like other stuff we showed. Um, but we would have like yeah, we did have like foreign language stuff.
0: Woody um, Allen film festivals.
3: No, the piano. Like piano was way before that, but it would, we would have gotten something like piano. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of like other stuff we had. Oh, like yeah, like I had a thin red line, like misprint poster because it wasn't supposed to have, I think John Travolta's name on it, but it did. So I got that copy. So that's nice. Cool.
0: So uh, that's your retirement plan, I assume, right? My retirement plan. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sit on that nest egg for a while, and then right. Yeah. You're ready to live that sweet life. You're just gonna sell that. Yeah. And you're just gonna you're gonna go buy a condo in Boca Raton.
3: Yeah. So then after so after that one closed, then I went to work at that big 12plex that uh, that I got in trouble at for not working. For <laughs> the lady. Oh. Uh, and that sucked balls. That was that one sucked huge ass.
0: Is that when they were getting really big into like checking the IDs for rated R movies? Yeah. Cause like I remember like it was like the late nineties is when they did that really big push, like you need an identification if you want to go see South. Yeah. Park.
3: So it was, was kind of some-
0: was huh? that some, like, tipper gore shit?
3: PMRC? No. It was mostly, like, I mean, the thing is, like, we were pretty lax about it. Here's what I will say. If we didn't like you, like, if you were jackass kids, we would card you so fucking hard.
1: <laughs> and if we
3: were cool, like, we didn't give a shit at all. You know? Like, at all. So, uh, like, it's one of those things where, like, like or if you were trying to... If you were a, a dickhead and sneaking stuff in, like, we would call you on it immediately. But if you are cool, like, whatever. You know, like,
0: so we wouldn't... So if, so if they shared their snacks, you guys were cool. But if they if they kept it them to themselves, like, no, fuck that guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. If you're a good person, you can bring in <laughs> whatever. And also, that's when I first learned that people cannot pronounce Reese's correctly. It's always Reese's. Yeah. let me get a thing of those Reese's PC's. What? That? None of what you just said
2: is correct. PC's is the worst part of it, though.
3: Yeah, or Reese's. Yeah.
2: PC's.
3: Hey, let me get a thing. You mean a box? Have you ever heard of a fucking box before?
0: Let me get a box of Reese's PC's. Hey, what's your star sign? Oh, I'm a PC. Uh, I'm a PC's, yeah. I'm a PC's.
3: Um, yeah. Oh, the other thing people used to do at the movie theater is if it's a movie that, like, no one's going to go see. Like, um, If it's like a hard R movie, oh, Mel Gibson's Payback, perfect example. Oh,
0: God, yes.
3: If it's a hard R movie and it's the first showing of the day and only two people buy tickets for it, they're going to sit in the back of that movie theater and fuck around the whole time. Or if it's the late night showing of the Muppets movie, same thing. (laughs) So they know where people aren't going to be.
0: It's a weird sliding scale. When is that? I just kind of want to know when that intersects. Right, I know.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Also, it's so weird. It's like, hey, let's go spend a bunch of money to sit in a room and fool around. Like, you have a car, dude. You got here on a car. Go fuck around in the backseat of the car. Go to the park. Go to the park. I did. That's how I got it.
0: Go to the Culver's.
3: Yeah. Go fuck around in the Culver's parking lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you can work at a movie theater, you should do it. It pays shit, but it's the best job in the Did world.
0: Did you so. ever bust any? Did so you busted people trying to bust? Oh yeah, I, I
3: probably busted them mid-bust a couple it of times.
0: Worked. You had the flashlight. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh man, and you know what? If you go to movies and you leave your shit behind, fuck you in the face for the rest of your life. It's just it's such an easy thing that you can do to throw stuff away. You know,
0: what is the most bizarre thing that you know someone brought from home that you ever saw
3: oh man I mean the thing about it is like my memory is shit at this point and this was 20 years ago <laughs> um, I don't remember that but I will tell you that, I will tell you this so I know what, I, the first time I ever heard somebody order a suicide was <laughs>
2: this,
3: this like kid who had to have been like 19 like he wasn't any older than I am but I remember he had a ring on every single finger. And one of them was like a giant, like pewter skull ring. And he was, he was probably a hundred pounds soaking wet. So like, he wasn't tough at all. He came in and he's like, I'd like a suicide, a large suicide. I'm like, brother, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, I was pretty cool in high school. So I was like, I don't know what that shit is. is he's like a suicide? I'm like, yeah, I heard you what you said. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to kill you, dude. And he's like, No, I want you to mix all the drinks together. And I'm like, Oh, you suck. Like, I'm like, All right, fine. But like, just know that I know that you suck.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to go really hard on the diet Pepsi on it.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, diet, we're Coke, thank God. We're oh, Coke.
0: <laughs> um, but uh, oh, you, Sorry, all soap. you can drink,
3: all you can drink soda fountains, all you can eat popcorn. Um, oh, here's the other thing if somebody came in, some like, this is really bad. But some like dumb, fat, like cow-eyed lady would come in and be like, "I want a large popcorn with extra butter and a small diet coke." I will tell you, I would put in no joke one hundred squirts of butter into that popcorn. <laughs> I would be
1: like, "I hope this popcorn kills you in your sleep today." I'm gonna make you so yeah. thirsty it forces you yeah. to come in and get. Just keep coming right. in for more soda. I would sit there you're and you're miss half the movie. Yeah, I would count <laughs> as I
3: pumped it every time. I would count how many until I got to hundred. Well, I mean, I do. I do like fifty, and then I would ladle in some more, and then I do fifty. Yep. Top. Oof! Yeah.
0: And then heavy on the salt too, right?
3: Yes, yeah, pre-salted, but we we got heavy-handed on it before. Yeah. <laughs> we got real nasty.
0: You're about to ruin their. Uh, you're about to ruin their Meg Ryan movie. They were going to go see, right?
3: Oh no, stepmom! They're going to go see stepmom starring <laughs> Julia Roberts and uh, Susan and, uh, Sarandon. Sarandon. Yep, yep.
0: They're they're really going to miss out on Runaway Bride.
3: Yeah, yep. That was a good. That was a big one. Fair. Yeah, so I, so I ended up. The funny thing is, so I think at, at one point there was five different Carmack cinemas in town, and I worked for all but one of them. I worked at least one day at all but one of them. So that was That's fun. Big.
0: That's because they heard your reputation at that one Culver's and they didn't want it to sully their location. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't want any of that. We don't, we don't want any problems around here.
0: Yeah. Plus, the guy doesn't even know how to make a proper suicide.
1: Yeah. What an idiot? <laughs> he
3: doesn't know how to do a suicide? Come on. Um, one I time say, I. So... <laughs> go ahead.
0: No. Go ahead. I was going say, to say, if anyone ordered a suicide for me, I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm fresh out of pages of the yearbook.
3: Yeah, exactly. I, I left my, my self-written poetry at home. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like multi, like one time, oh man, this is really bad. Uh, there was, so one of the assistant managers at that movie theater, I fucking hated him. And there was a girl who worked at the big 12plex who was like, probably three years younger than me, which means she was probably five years younger than him. Uh, and he was obsessed with her. She did not like him. No. Uh, she was working at the movie theater. And one time, uh, she was working at the theater with the two of us, which is weird because it's usually one one person and a manager. And we like locked him out of his office and I like totally fingered her uh, while he waited outside <laughs> crying. And I feel really bad about that. Especially because then that guy died in a helicopter accident. Uh, so Somehow you know. that
0: was also your fault, Andrew. Though. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, used to, I tried to work that into a joke
3: ages ago, and it never really gelled. Uh, yeah.
0: So the, that was the guy who ordered the suicide.
3: That was the guy who ordered the suicide. It just took
0: eight years for it to hit. Yeah. <laughs> you never said you were efficient.
3: No. The Lord works in mysterious ways.
0: It's true yeah. yeah no i know i saw the tom green movie too um just, uh, that also which one yeah oh, the, the big one uh the the uh the big what was this?
1: the the big one freddy, got, finger? freddy got fingered, freddy got fingered. Or, yeah got or, fingered. But, or uh uh charles angels road. oh he's in the- yeah <laughs> yes i don't think of that as
0: a tom green view. <laughs> it- yeah or 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 I guess what so road trip that would be the other big Tom Green movie of the that, late 90s. that was a big one yeah yeah where he didn't know the difference between Boston and Boston. Austin.
3: I think he said he was going to Austin Austin Massachusetts
0: yeah that was a, that was a that's another timeless classic from our mm-hmm. from our past thank you Todd Phillips oh, director of Joker. <laughs> yeah, just, wait, he—that's ta- the same guy. Yeah, did. same guy. Yeah. That ex- that explains a lot, and then a- asks, asks so even more questions. Yeah, right. So many questions. Yeah. Guaranteed
1: suicide. Guy's a huge Joker fan.
0: Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's
3: like, Joker came out. Man, I I never felt like a film understood me until then. <laughs>
0: I'm going to break out my Jinko pants again, oh you guys, my and my, my 10 rings.
2: Watches a lot of yeah. Fight Club.
0: So where, you, you after the movie theater, you went to a pizza place. If I, if well,
2: eventually. So I worked at KB Toys
3: alongside KB the Toys. movie
0: theater for a while.
3: And I don't know why. I didn't need the money. I didn't, I just I was like, oh, I can get like a discount at KB Toys. And <laughs> I can buy my Nintendo 64 games at 10% off. Uh, and and then, then I was like, this is not a good place to work. Uh, and boy the manager at KB Toys, she must have hated her fucking life so much. Like, can you imagine being like 45 years old and being a manager at a KB Toys? Like, there can't be anything more depressing than that. So,
1: <laughs> My yeah. last memory of KB Toys is when uh they were all shutting down. Yep. And it was uh just before one of the Halo games was coming out. Oh, wow. and we're like they're gonna be closed, but I bet they have Halo games in inventory. I bet if we talk to the right people, we can get like an early copy. Oh yeah, of Halo from these KB Toys that are all shit. They got get they got to get rid of all that inventory, yeah, that, right? Have, right. Nah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't fucking budget. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they had a plan to get get rid of them. Yeah, <laughs> if
0: that was actually the employee's pension, right there. There's that's yeah. their uh, that's their <laughs> that, that's their severance <laughs> packages. They just got copies of Halo. Uh, and then they could just they could sell them for food yeah so that was that was what they were gonna do the so Halo when you worked at KB uh, you said you were a lot of it was cleaning up after kids who were like just destroying yeah. the place yeah pretty much yeah yeah what was like the like do you, like can you remember like some like the worst experiences you had there
3: um I mean it was just like like yeah it was just like everything well it, like it wasn't bad it was just like constant it's like it's like it's like driving a car that just keeps breaking down all like literally every time like that's what it was like it's like hey you haven't cleaned up the stuffed animal aisle in five minutes you should probably get on that like it wasn't like something was was terrible it's just it was constant maintenance you know uh and also like yeah it was just like it just like you'd, you'd be like oh i'm like i get to stock like a, a new like
1: fucking barbie doll like i don't care about this shit well, X Men toys, you know. Find the toy where th- with the demo button that's malfunctioning and won't shut the hell up. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, but I but I did get a ten percent discount, or maybe it was twenty five or thirty percent. I don't know. It was a pretty wow. good. Discount. And I remember, I think the only thing I ever bought was uh, a Colossus from the X Men action figure. And um, do you guys remember Street Sharks? Oh yes. yeah, mm-hmm. there was a there was a character on Street Sharks named Moby Lick,
1: who <laughs> was not a sperm whale.
3: He was a killer whale, and he had a giant tongue. And there was a, a thing he could wind in his back, and would make his tongue rip whip around in a circle. So I think that was the only thing I ever bought with my discount because I was like, "Fuck <laughs> this."
0: He bought Colossus and a shark that can perform cunnilingus. Yeah, well, it wasn't, it wasn't even a shark. It was an orca
3: whale. Yeah, fair enough. Moby Lick, it, it's like. There's so many
1: layers to this that don't make sense. <laughs> With the power of tongue. Yeah, right. Yeah it, was,
3: yeah, it was nuts.
1: I had a similar thought to you, but it, luckily it didn't pan out. When I was uh, searching for jobs, when I first moved away for college, uh, just throwing applications all over town, I'm like, oh, I'm going to apply at Toys R Us. That'd be mad yeah. to work at a toy store. Right, they exactly. never called back. Now, and, and after, yeah. yeah.
3: You like it's not fun because you're like you're like even if i don't care about these toys like how hard could it be it sucks dude it sucks dude.
0: <laughs> plus i'd imagine every day is just like a ton of free birth control just being screaming terrible oh talking. yeah
3: yeah and you're just like oh like these kids are fucking awful right yeah. and you mind.
0: get to see them in the worst place because the toy store is the worst place to bring a child yeah absolutely because yeah. like they're, they're going to have every, like it's like a nine out of ten kids who go into there have a meltdown.
3: Yeah, like, I want the weasel ball so bad. I'm like, no, you trust me, kid. You think you want the weasel ball because you're four. I'm 17. Trust me. It's it better.
0: <laughs> so you went from there, From there, you went to the pizza place then? Is that, is that- no, that was the, the pizza
3: place in college. So, so at this point, I graduated high school. Um, oh, actually, so I still worked at the movie theater. And then eventually my mom and dad were like, oh, my grades were suffering. So like, you can't work right now. So <laughs> so, um, so senior year, I ended up getting a job at, um, my mom worked for this massive aerospace company called Rockwell Collins. That was so big, like they employed like 30% of Cedar Rapids. They were so big that they had their own private pharmacy. So I got no. a job at the pharmacy. So that was wild because uh, every once in a while I'd see, like, my friends, moms, and dads, like, picking up their prescription. and be like, oh, what's up? I didn't know you took, alope- you, had, you know, Propecia or whatever. Um, Here's your <laughs>
0: Lipitor, Mr. Jackson.
3: Right. Exactly. Um, and uh, so that was, that was then. And then in college, I didn't have a job for, for like, the first half of college. And then I got a job at Jimmy John's because Jimmy John's was, like, new. Like, it was, like, this was, like, 2002. So, like, they weren't everywhere. And um, so my roommate also worked there. And uh, he worked the night shift. I primarily worked the day shift. And we couldn't have had more different experiences. I worked (laughs) the actual, like, the main manager. And she was a stickler, like – Like one time time I like clipped my nails and I was like, oh man, my fingernails, like my fingers sting from clipping my nails. And she's like, that means you caught them too too close. You got to wear gloves. And she was just super, super anal retentive about that stuff. Uh, And then my... But my roommate worked the night shift with a guy named Jared who was just like, hey, man, we're going to go smoke this J after we finish slicing up this salami. Do you want to hit this with us? So my roommate had, like, an amazing experience. and I Like, (laughs) like every day I was like, fuck, this place. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, you fucking asshole.
1: Um,
3: But one night I was cleaning the meat slicer, and I, like, I accidentally, like, because you can go one direction with the meat slicer and you're fine. You go the other way, bye-bye fingertips, and that's what happened to me. And they had to happen (laughs) driver dropped me off at the emergency room so they could tend to my fingertips uh, so that was that was cool uh, i got workers comp i get like 60 bucks in workers comp i don't know how sweet do that like that. Um, yeah and uh and then i got then i was like fuck this and then i went, went to work at a convenience store called deli mart um and that was awesome because like my manager did not give a shit about anything he's like <laughs> you'd be like hey listen uh i got a party next friday can you open on saturday so i don't have to and he's like i was like uh he's like you could take two cases of beer out of the freezer if you do and i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> sure why not um so yeah that that was a fun job uh like you wouldn't think it would be fun the only thing that makes like a convenience job convenience store job if it's like a slacker convenience store like mine was is like you get to you get to predictable on like, who's getting what kind of cigarettes. So you'd be like some kid would be walking up and be like, Oh, this guy's going to smoke camel ultras. This guy's going to smoke Marlboros. This guy's a parliament lights guy. Um, and then some old timer can be like old gold straights with no filter. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You served in Korea. You know? <laughs>
1: uh,
3: and uh, those. So, and then also like the people who would just like play scratch off lottoes. And so they just sit there playing for like, 20 minutes, like turning every win back into more scratch offs. And I was like, dude, I don't want to have conversations with you. Like I would just assume you fucked off. Like I'm not going to pay it enough to entertain you. Um, but yeah, I didn't do shit at those jobs. And they were, they were kind of fun actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, then, so then I went to work at a pizza place after that. Cause I ended up moving back home. And so uh, the commute was not like, it, I'm not, I was like, wait, hang on a second. I'm commuting Forty miles a day to go work and make eight dollars an hour for four hours. That's <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, so yeah. So then I moved back home, and then I then I went to get the pizza place, which was great uh, actually, because it was like an old school pizza place, not old school, pizza, but like hand tossed dough, like Chicago stuff, hey, and just Tommaso's.
0: There's an uh, Italian guy on the cover doing like it's good. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and uh
3: and they did Detroit style before anybody else did Detroit style. So, so like, that's
0: like that's the for the listeners, that's the four corners pizza, right?
3: Well here's the thing, it's not true Detroit because it, it was in a Chicago style pants. It was round. But it was still hybrid. cheese all the way to the edge.
0: It's a hybrid so. style of, of Detroit and Chicago.
3: Yeah, exactly. But people went nuts for that shit, man. People like would lose their mind for
0: it. Oh, you mean for carbs and cheese? Yeah. Burnt really? cheese,
3: man. Burnt cheese is like the best thing in the world. I think so. Oh, sure. um, but I got like every once in a while, like I'm, I like I'll be talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm gonna open a pizza place. I'm just gonna do it because I, like, I just missed, like throwing dough in the air. I got really good at that, and like I, like, I kind of like mastered the oven because the oven's real clutchy with those, and I kind of learned how to just like, oh, this thing needs like 30 more seconds. Not 31. Not 29. 30 seconds left on it before you pull it. Yeah, it was. I love working at a pizza place. It just didn't pay much, you know? Uh, so
0: you, you and already, here's a funny cool. story.
3: So the owner of that pizza place had uh, a contract with his wife that um, he would pay for her fake boobs, but she had to have sex with them at least once a week. And if, <laughs> yeah, hang on. And if she didn't, then he got to get a mistress. And they kept that up for about four or five years. And then eventually she didn't have sex with him every, every week. So he started sleeping with a girl at the restaurant and then they fucked off to Colorado and the whole family and the restaurant. kaboot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was wild.
2: Oh, a waitress?
0: It wasn't a
3: waitress. I mean, it was such a small place. It was just somebody worked in. I mean, like there was no waitresses there. It was as a, as like, a cashier? Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: He was getting into her change drawer. Yeah, yeah, he was he was feeding her a roll of quarters every. every <laughs> Let's be fair. So. Roll of nickels, nickels. Yeah. Nickels. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man,
3: pizza place is great,
0: and I got Just and I got imagining that notary situation. Yeah. Like, like, hold on. Okay, sign here. here. Okay. Okay. Right. They they stamp it. That'll be twenty five dollars, please. Yeah. Right, Did
1: exactly. they have a log? Yeah. The exactly. document.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: How are you keeping track of this? <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, but like, he was like, oh no, he's like, it's a real contract. Like, I made her do this. Cause he's like, I paid for them. Those are mine. I get to touch them once a week. And I was like, okay, man, sure thing. <laughs> uh, but like, the thing is, he was super cool on everything else. And then just that weird little detail. I was like, you're a fucking freak, dude. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, uh, but yeah, I, I love working at that pizza place. That was great. Um, and so then I left there and I went to work for a company called Limo Link, which I think may, might have just gone out of business during quarantine uh, because of like, duh, nobody's taking limos
0: right now. You know, nobody's taking but it's cars. It's the right safest now. form of transportation. There's no, a not. glass separator between yeah. the driver and the passengers. <laughs> well, You're literally okay. in a quarantine mobile. Yeah. Like that, so, that yeah. I so I be much better in a limo.
3: So Limo Link was a weird place because it was called Limo Link, but it wasn't, it wasn't most of it wasn't Limos. It kind of was like a precedent to like Uber, but it was what it was is like, so they have sales guys go out and like go to talk to like the I don't know the financial department of like uh I don't know, General Mills, for example. And they'd be like, All right, so when your CEO flies into Milwaukee, how does he get around? And they're like, I don't know. He's like, well, why don't you have us? range transportation for him, that kind of stuff. So it was all corporate, right? Um. So, like, it, th- that's kind of what it was, and so my job was like, they'd be like this billionaire is arriving at Van Nuys Airport in 15 minutes. Can you have a car there in 12? And I'm like, oh, uh, I could have if he told me when they fucking took off. So that I did that for two years, and that sucked ass. Um, and then I decided I wanted to move, so then I moved up here to go work for the company that Limolink sent their work to. Uh, and that was the worst job I've ever had because we yeah. all have the Vikings accounts. And let me tell you, if anyone's like, hey, we're going to have a really fun time. We're going to rent a limousine. You want to get in it? Let me tell you, do not get in that limousine. The grossest things happen in limousines. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, like they are, they are places for people to fuck. That's all they're good for. Like you might think, oh, this is my wedding. No, it's not. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a place... Where like a dude fucked five women in there, like that's what it was, you know. The, it, it's, those decanters, they come in they're like you pour your brandy in there, you can drink out of it while you're no, there's no. mysterious no. fluid. No, 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 no. Vikings players piss in those things. I know for for experience. Like it's <laughs> you should never ever ever get a limousine. It's it's the worst idea in the world. It's so gross.
0: <laughs> you think it's a grown-up version of the back of a movie theater? Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's exactly
1: like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, except it's, except the yeah, the difference is if you're like going to a movie theater to fuck around with somebody, you're like, this is pretty low class. Like, we could have gotten a hotel, but we're broke. So we bought two tickets to see, you know, fucking, I don't know, you know, whatever. Late
0: night finding Nemo. Made in right, Manhattan. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, but like if you're in a Lindsay and you're like, hey, we're in a we're in an 18 passenger hummer stretch, we are swanky. No, you're not. You suck. You're <laughs> super corny uh you know and it's it's just yeah you should never ever be in the
0: limousine <laughs> you were the one that you weren't driving these limousines you were no I was a leaving. dispatcher
3: I was a dispatcher so and this is a this is a family-owned company which made it even worse because they there's no room to grow like it was and they would make things difficult for you like my my boss would come to me like hey I need a driver in 10 minutes to pick me up and drive me around for the next eight hours and I'm like uh yeah dude like i mean i couldn't do that for a billionaire why do you like you don't even pay for this like what do you mean like it, like he it was an awful awful job and here's the other thing that's fucked up is um he was like having an affair on his wife and like mm-hmm. she knew it but she didn't know it was so in having
0: his, sex once a week with him
3: what yeah yeah right exactly yeah she didn't have a contract with him okay. uh so she'd come in and be like hey where is he and i'm like I don't know. Meanwhile, like I definitely know exactly where he is because the car has GPS and I know there's a blonde woman half his age in there with him, you know? <laughs>
0: and I'm like, he works at a pizza place the- I used to know.
3: Yeah, right. I'm like, you're putting me in between you and your wife and you're paying me thirteen dollars an hour. Fuck off. So after that, I went to work at Wells Fargo Bank and I took a six dollar an hour pay cut, but I was like, I gotta get out of there, maybe three dollars, whatever. But I was like, i got to get out of this this rat race. And then I went, went to work at Wells Fargo, which was weird in its own right.
0: People <laughs> would be, be fucking in the vaults all the time, too. You think yeah, those vaults are clean? People Dude, are fucking a r- pile of money. Don't touch money.
1: money.
3: <laughs> if you think that the thought hadn't crossed my mind, you'd be lying. You'd be wrong. Like, <laughs> I think any job, somebody will find a way to fuck in it. Like, that's just a
0: thing. Yeah. You think those uh, valuables are really safe in that safety deposit box? Right, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Someone got a pearl um, necklace wearing grandma's pearl necklace. Okay.
3: Yeah, I definitely also have a couple of chairs that I took from there. I bought, excuse me, I borrowed from that bank. There you go. Um, with the help of my assistant manager. You're going to return uh, it with interest later. It's okay. Yeah, I'll return it with, Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then and then I oh so so I was a. Tell her at first, then I became a banker and that job sucks because it's a sales job. You think going into it, like this is a customer service thing. I like people. I can take care of people. No, no, no. They expect you to sell credit cards to people who can't afford to pay their rent. Like it's that kind of shit. Predatories. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, I was just not having a good time with it eventually. And, uh, my boss was like, He's like, yeah, I don't know what to do anymore, man. I know, you're, I know you're doing the work, but the like your sales numbers and stuff don't reflect it. So he's like, I know you're doing a good job. It's just not happening. He's like, I got to do something. I'm like, how about this? How about, a- oh, fuck, I totally forgot. I worked at a movie place. This is a good story. I forgot. In college, I worked at Mr. Movies. And it was a movie rental <laughs> until- place. I, I completely forgot about this because, yeah. Uh, and I worked there with my friend, my roommate, Mason, who also worked at Jimmy John's with me and my ex roommate, Patrick, who is the, the assistant manager there. And I was the worst employee there by a country mile. And Mason <laughs> and Patrick were both excellent employees that actually cared. And like the manager, they got a new manager, who wanted a clean house. And she was like, she like called each of us individually in, and I was the last one and she fired the two of them. And she's like, now, I had to fire your two friends, but I know you're a gr- great employee, so I want you to stay on. And I was like, <laughs> you just fired the only two people I like here, and I'm the worst employee. <laughs> Fuck you. Clearly, I quit.
1: clearly a terrible man. Yeah.
3: Oh, man. I quit so fucking hard. And it was the most satisfying thing until I quit Wells Fargo. Because I quit Wells Fargo. My boss was like, I don't know what to do, man. You're just not doing sales numbers. And I'm like, how about this? I'm going to go work for my buddy, do an opposition research against the Republican party of Minnesota. And he's going to pay me 25 bucks an hour to sit in my underwear at home. And he, my boss goes, what about your benefits? <laughs> benefits? <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: Peace. And I fucking quit. It was so great. Yeah. Andrew, we really need you to stay here and uh, uh, create false accounts for people that they didn't ask for. Yeah. Luckily I got out just before that
3: shit started, but nice. yeah, that they would have pushed, they tried to push us into opting people, like getting people to opt into, uh, um, overdraft like protection
0: yeah, so, a, or no exactly. overdrafting
3: your debit card or so it's like, Hey, like they, the way they explain it is like, so what if this customer's at rainbow and they need to like buy toilet paper or they need to buy baby food, but they only got $3 in their account and it's $40 for the, their stuff. Wouldn't you want them to be able to buy it and then, and then just pay the fee later? I'm like, so wait a minute. You're telling me you want me to talk them into going into debt to you? I'm like, nah, dude. Not doing that. So that was, yeah, fuck that place.
0: I guess my only satisfaction, I've only had one satisfying quit in my career. Uh-huh. I quit a call center. I was working yep. for uh, a place where we were selling postage meters to Canadians. We've talked about it thoroughly. both. Whitney bows this is this yeah. is true uh and i was there for six weeks and i just i i could i didn't like it i would literally just try to keep people on the phone for as long as i could just talking yeah. to them because i i didn't like my job but i liked talking to people and the one of my boss just comes up to me and he goes, we need to go through a new retraining process because you're not being creative enough with the truth
3: oh my god wow yeah.
0: And I, I grew up, cause my parents were small business owners and we were calling small business owners and we were predatory towards yeah, toward small man, business yeah. owners. So I like ethically, I hated every yeah. day of my life while I worked there. So I kinda just decided to take my headset off and this isn't a, a small, like the room was actually pretty small for a call center. Yeah. And I have a loud voice as you guys all know, and I can yeah. project. And I got up on my chair and I said, I will not fucking lie to these people anymore or right. rip these people off, you're being ripped off. And like, I know for effects, I knew other people who worked there, they, they, everyone who was in the call center, they heard someone going, you're being ripped off, you're being ripped off.
3: Whoa, that's
0: awesome. And then I just walked out of the building Holy and then shit. I had to go back in to get my check two days later. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I forgot another job I had in college.
3: I worked at MCI long distance. Ooh, and uh, Wow! Yeah, yeah, and and my favorite part about that is it's cold calling. It's just trying to sell them long distance. And I call and i like, "Hey there, Mister Johnson. This is Andrew at MCI. I was just calling to see if, if you're happy with yourself or your long distance phone provider. This is like home long distance. And like nine times out of ten, I just get some local who lo, local yokel was not expecting my call and just go, "Uh, I do what now? And like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, do what now? Like that just, I wanted to get a t-shirt that said a uh, uh, do what now? Because I'm like, <laughs> they're like weird, this, this is such a weird thing, man.
0: And that uh, person was representative Stephen King.
3: Yeah, Stephen King, yeah. Um, yes. But then they'd be like, oh, you guys, guess what? You guys have done such a good job that we're going to let you call Hawaii. And I was like, what's the big deal about calling Hawaii? And my boss was like, oh, Hawaiians will buy anything and I'm like what he's like yeah they're just desperate for human contact they will buy anything you sell them and I never did it because I was like fuck this I'm not selling."
0: yeah you you got a lot of calls on the mainland you gotta make there
3: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: yeah you gotta make some long distance calls to to New York yeah and Uh, now I work for the
3: internet company so that's that's my whole employment history
0: cool man do you have any other like any other stories anything come to mind um, I think I told most of my good ones here. I mean, there, actually, there's probably about a million that I'm forgetting.
3: My, my brain is totally fucked. Uh, That's but, fine. Uh, That's right.
0: Yeah, we, we can move on. Um, so, you know, that this podcast doesn't just exist to talk about customer service stories. We also uh, pride ourselves on battling the scourge that Karen. is known as Karens. But before we get into this, I always like to ask our guests, how would you define a Karen?
3: Um. I will actually give you an example Ooh, of nice. a customer that I dealt with at my current job, uh, and I'll tell you. I remember her name. Her name is Jasmine. Okay. Ooh,
1: this is a great strong start. Karen name. <laughs> does she? Yep. Does
3: she have a pet tiger? No, but just hang in here for this. Strap in for this story. Okay. So, <laughs> so she called in to complain about her her bill. I work for the internet company, and she. <laughs> She called in to complain about her bill. And I could tell right away she was driving her car while she was complaining about her bill. Which, by the way, anybody listening to this, if you're calling me about the bill, have the fucking bill in front of you. Like there's nothing less helpful than me trying to help you while you don't have what you need to complete the call. Anyway, so she's calling and she's like, this is wrong. I need this corrected. I need you to fix it for me right now. I'm going to Africa next week and I need to get all this stuff taken care of before then. And I was like, well, there's nothing wrong with the bill, so there's, there will be no correction because there was never an error that was made. You just aren't paying it. To, you're not looking at the bill, so you don't know that there's, a, there's not a problem. And meanwhile, I can tell she's talking to someone else while she's talking to me. And at first, I think it's like the drive up at McDonald's or something like that. But then I realized she's actually yelling at the Walgreens pharmacy drive up lady because she, she was supposed to pick up a prescription there and they don't have it. And she's like yelling at this lady, I'm going to Africa next week. You need to give me my prescription right now. And lady goes, I can't, you like, there's no prescription here. I can't just give you one. And then she goes, I'm a doctor. I'll write a prescription for myself right now and give it to you, which I don't think you can actually do. I'm not an, I'm not an expert, but I don't think that's how it works. (laughs) And then, and so And so then finally they won't give her a prescription. So she's yelling at me and Walgreens at the exact same time. Wow. And then she, she drives off out of, out of Walgreens. She nearly gets into a car accident. She screams at me, Oh my God. Oh my God. You almost made me get into a car accident. And I said, ma'am, I'm not in the car with you. So I don't know how that's possible. And she's, (laughs) she she goes, it's your fault. It's your fault. You know, it's your fault. Get me your manager. So like, cool, I'm happy to get you to my supervisor because my supervisor don't give a fuck and won't take any shit. So I put (laughs) her home for like eight minutes because I was like, I don't care and she doesn't care. So meanwhile, we are like researching who is this lady? What kind of doctor is she? Whatever. She's like a psychologist and apparently she meets people like in her home. She has sessions in her home and like we found like, like sort of like a Yelp for her like, on some weird, like, doctor-focused, like, Yelp-type website. And half of her reviews like, Dr. Jasmine's so great. She really helped me work through my issues. And the other half were like, um, she was an hour late showing up to our session in her own home. And when she did, she was on her bathrobe, and she was complaining about her own life the whole time. <laughs> and then I go, oh, she wrote all the good ones. Somebody like Because there's no way it's, like, totally black and white like that. And so then I then I connected her over my supervisor, and he knows all this, and he's just like, "Yep, yep, Andrew told you the correct the correct thing. There's nothing wrong with Bill. I hope you have a great day in Africa." and hung up on her That's
1: a fucking carrot. <laughs> I hope you have a great day in Africa. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's a carrot. it would have been even better if like your supervisor just pulled up Toto. Yeah. So just, just like right that. behind like, behind what he's saying, like dun 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 yeah. dun dun dun. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's all I can imagine now. Uh so uh, this is a segment that we do every each and every week, and we like to call it uh, the Karen of the Week.
1: This is Karen, on your ball. Oh my god, Karen, oh my god, Karen, oh my
3: god, Karen, oh my god, Karen, oh my god, Karen, oh my god,
1: Karen, oh my god, Karen, on your ball. This is Karen on your ball.
0: Each and every week, I abuse my friendship with Rebecca Wilson and give her uh, different uh, Yelp reviews, uh, sometimes handwritten notes, and other things that I find on the internet. So uh, uh, here is Rebecca Wilson with Karen of the Week.
1: I ordered a Long Island iced tea twice and both times the bartender poured four different alcohols into it and didn't use iced tea at all, and it tasted like an orange-flavored drink. Not to mention, since I didn't know what alcohol was put in the drinks, I was not feeling good for the rest of the night. The music was decent, but probably won't be back.
0: (laughs) Wow. Wow. I, I i've had this similar i've had a similar complaint
1: before no iced tea in a there's, long island iced yeah,
0: tea. no i like i've watched like uh it's a it, i ordered a long island iced tea and i go yeah that's you know rum gin vodka triple sec uh sierra mist and or sour mix and pepsi and they're like no there's iced tea <laughs> in a long island iced tea I like somebody being like, I ordered a sex in the beach and no one came out and fucked me in the sand. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> I ordered a Barney on crack. There's not a beloved PBS performer using right. an illegal street drug in front of me.
3: Yeah, I ordered, I, ordered, a, I,
1: ordered, I ordered a slippery nipple, and these bad boys are still dry as a bone.
3: Yeah, I, I ordered an Irish car bomb, and nobody blew up a Pontiac outside of my fucking house.
0: <laughs> God. Uh, at least the just, music was good, though. At least the music. Yeah, the music was good, but the, the cocktails made it taste like an orange beverage.
3: Oh, my
0: God. No, <laughs> but, like, I will say this. So I, I bar, I'm i bartending now outside of, uh, after the, the quarantine, after the after the shutdown, and I got to tell you, people have been pouring, they've been burning their drinks at home. They were oh, yeah. all quarantined, They were, they must have just been like pouring half and halves because I pour a proper cocktail of people like, I can't taste the booze. And I'm like, what what do you want from me? Like, I I have to keep it under a certain, you know, we're here to make a profit as well. Like, what do you, what do you want? I'm not, I'm not going to burn a drink unless you, if you want to pay for the extra alcohol, we, the bartender will gladly put it in. Gladly. And also, never correct like like unless like the bartender is asking you what goes in a cocktail. Never correct them on how to make a drink.
3: Right.
0: right. Nothing is more infuriating than like you get the, the, you get these know it alls. Like you know what I mean? Like or, or 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 my favorite is I'll take a Tito's and vodka.
2: No. <laughs> Are you serving Bert Kreischer or what?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, actually, it's it, it it it's a it's a common joke between bartenders, because all of us have gotten it. Every single bartender who's ever worked has had someone order a Tito's and vodka, especially in like the last five years. What do they think the Tito's is? It's soda water. Um, (laughs) So one day. Tito's soda water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So one day I got, it was, I, I, I just did it because I knew the person I was serving. So I knew I could make them a new one and they would be fine with it. So mm-hmm. I poured I poured into a glass of ice a shot of Tito's and then I put a shot of bar vodka, on oh. top of like just and it was uh we had a uh, uh Barton's, which is just Barton's. real yeah, real low like it's that it's that, it tastes like, like hairspray man yeah exactly like, yeah so it's basically I took a nice vodka and then I put rubbing alcohol on top of it and I just put it right oh. in front of them put a lime on it still, and they they took and the best part is they took two sips before like this is wrong.
2: <laughs> oh
3: man that's like in college one time i was trying to get i was trying to pre-game before we went on ranking and i uh i all i had was some gin and a bottle of smirnoff ice and i was like well i don't like gin and smirnoff ice isn't gonna do the trick but if i combine the two i will probably not have to throw up in three minutes and that math was incorrect <laughs> uh, so yeah don't ever do that
1: well, yeah, I like how this particular Karen said, I didn't feel so good after. i like, there's a lot of fucking booze in a proper long time. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah, and that shit is will fuck you up. I don't know if it was orange pioki tea or if they were trying to, you know, maybe go for an herbal. But this, this just tastes a little different. It's, yeah. I was looking for, I was actually looking for something a little <laughs> herbaceous, maybe non-caffeinated. But here they are uh, with their long... <laughs> I actually, it's, it's actually kind of weird because, okay, so the bar I work at now too, like long, we have like a bajillion flavors of long Island. Like we have like 20 different flavors. Mm-hmm. We call them Titanic teas. Oh my goodness. And you will not believe how many people will order them and then not realize there's alcohol in it.
1: <laughs>
0: oh really? Yes. Because they'll go, Oh, that sounds delightful. Cause we have like raspberry and could go for a refreshing and- tea. We have one yeah. called an Alaskan, but our Alaskan, it's the first ingredient that's not Long Island tea. And it says right on there, Long Island tea mix. Wow. And then we put Blue Caraco and Sprite. Oh, my God. So we put an extra shot in. Yeah. You know, we're like, hey, you know what? We really Woo. want to make sure you have to question if you can drive home or not. Yes. Like a frog Alaskan. Same thing with the grape one, where we put grape schnapps in it. Like same idea. But we do one with called the Melonhead, or the Texas Tea, which is literally the Long Island mix, which has four alcohols, and then we put tequila in there because you know what? Fuck your liver. Fuck your liver. That's what we say.
3: Sure, Jesus.
0: Oh yeah. If you want to talk, if you want to make me vomit, just make me drink a Texas Tea. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, if I you know talking about your your weird concoctions, I can one up you only because of out of pure terribleness. Uh, when I was in college, I lived across the alley from a liquor store, and it was right when those energy drink alcohols got like were about to be oh, uh, yeah. made illegal. So they yeah. were selling pallets of Sparks, not oh, cases, oh. pallets. And it turned out to be a dollar a twelve pack because it was the last day they could legally sell them, and they were just like, "We need to get rid of them at all cost." Oh. <laughs> So, my friends and I bought a pallet
2: <laughs>
0: of Sparks Energy Drink. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets better. And then we found out they had Arbor Mist on sale with a mail in rebate coupon. So, it only made each oh. 175 of Arbor Mist $2. Oh, shit. So, we also bought a case of Arbor Mist. And they had Burnett's flavored vodka for like $6 a bottle. So we made the most unholy jungle juice.
2: Oh, Jesus.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Strawberry Burnett's vodka and Sparks extra loaded. It was the black label Sparks, which meant it had more caffeine and alcohol in it how we didn't die
3: in oh.
1: college is still beyond me
3: you don't deserve happiness sir that's oh awful
1: you're trying to ruin lives we were
0: we yeah. ruined our own actually if you think about it that's probably why i got gallstones <laughs> yeah. right there that's <laughs> it probably it that's the reason that i just <laughs> figured it out on the podcast we we worked it out on the awful service podcast why i why
1: i had a, a genetic disorder
0: yeah <laughs>
1: Uh, Suicide Soda sure. Guy was there too.
0: He was. He was. He had all of his rings, and uh, yeah. he actually had a personalized Dixie cup <laughs> he, that he 3D printed. Oh, no, I take that back. No, no, it was one of those scout cups, you know, the ones that would fold up. But then he like would just oh yeah, that's totally what
3: he would have. Yeah, but it was still it was still. And he would have it on a, and he would have it on a wallet chain, like like he'd have two two chains, one for his wallet, one for his Dixie cup. It
2: yeah. collapses. <laughs>
0: yeah, and much like that cocktail, uh, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Ooh, I did it fail. Oh, boy. Uh, well, this is another segment on the podcast where we like to talk about different uh, restaurant chains, retail organizations. Uh, lately, we've been kind of working on uh, uh, promotions. And I have got a great one. You guys are going to remember this one. Um, the year was 2009. It was, uh, so in 2009, one of the biggest television shows on the planet still was the Oprah Winfrey show playing on CBS every afternoon. Uh, and remember, this is also during the time when you know, you get a free this and you get a Uh. free this and you get a free this. Well, she partnered, uh, with Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, Oh, boy, I know where this is, and uh. If you watched, uh, and at the time, this is, again, 2009 Oprah, so there were millions upon millions upon millions of viewers. They gave a code to an internet site where you could download a coupon for a free two-piece chicken meal. Okay. Because they were trying to promote – that was when they were doing Kentucky uh, grilled chicken. They were trying to get get Ah. healthier conscious. So you would get a two-piece meal – With two individual sides and a biscuit for free if you downloaded this coupon. Now, the people behind the Oprah Winfrey Show thought they would maybe get a few hundred thousand. Uh, They ended up... uh, People ended up downloading ten and a half (laughs) million (laughs) coupons.
1: Oh, my God.
0: you know, they're thinking they're going uh, to... The, and, and, and like, the thing is, is that this was one of those things where it was, like, KFC put on there specifically at participating locations.
3: Oh, okay. And,
0: and KFC being a fast food restaurant, we all know... Um, we don't have fast food. There's the corporate stores. Right, and there's a franchise. And there's franchise stores. So people were showing up. Um, the KFCs that day were so overwhelmed that some of them had to shut down. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Some of them had to substitute uh, for fried chicken just to placate these customers. Uh, And that day, by the way, they gave away uh, almost $50 million
1: in free food. Oh, my God. How many chickens is that? Yeah, it's a genocide. That's a Oprah sure. committed genocide on chicks. <laughs> yeah, oh, was, my it,
0: God. Yeah, so that was uh, that was one of those, like, uh, yeah, it made sense, but even more interesting. So I, I found that on one website, because I, I like looking up, I, lately, this has just been too much fun looking up, like, like weird food items and, and stuff that's sure. gone on. So um, I looked it up, and I found that there was actually a class action lawsuit, because there was all these people who didn't get chicken.
3: Whoa, I do remember that actually.
0: So this the chicken value meal was about worth like uh was like worth about I think it was like five dollars is what they said it was like the worth of the coupon. Uh if they if you were a plaintiff in the case, you got a free you got twenty dollars worth of free KFC. Oh my god. Oh my god. You got you got a coupon for 20 because there were million so of that ten and a half million coupons that were downloaded. They couldn't keep up with the, the demand that day. So there was a, basically not, a, it cost them almost $50 million uh, in food that day. And that doesn't even include the millions of people they had to pay a class action lawsuit against. Two years later, in yeah. 2011, a, 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 an appeals court said, yeah, you, you owe them because there was no like stipulation on there other than the like, participating locations. Wow that's rough right and even more so like that's just it's insanity like the the whole free like people when you, you like look at dairy queen when the dairy queen does like the free cone day mm-hmm. you have lines for blocks upon blocks at, to go to a dairy queen right right and now you're 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 taking people and this is right at the during the economic collapse of 2008 <laughs> <laughs> they're just hungry and they want their free two piece meal. They can only afford basic tape basic TV so they have to watch Oprah and they got that one shred of hope and KFC and Oprah fucked them. Fucked them oh, so God. hard.
3: That's so crazy.
0: <laughs> that, that that was 11 years ago and that was considered a major problem and now that sounds like the easiest problem in the world to deal with. But that's a fun fun to you why they failed. Um we have one more segment. Oh, wait, hey, before we move
3: on, I want to circle back to one of your earliest GY why did it fails? Yeah. Okay. Rax. Rax. I might be able to guess who oh, is into to a Rax. Oh. I've eaten at Rax. Oh, Rax is the best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm it must have been the late eighties, early nineties when I went to Rax. And peak Rex. This is what I remember from them is when you went their their motto was fast food with style.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: when you went in, there was a person standing like it looked like a Wendy's on the inside, but at the very beginning of the line to get up to the counter, there was a woman with a little notepad And you could tell her what you wanted, like, and just completely customize your meal. And she was, like, filling out a worksheet. And then she'd give it to you. And then you gave it to them at the counter. And then they would go and make it. And it was fucking awesome. And I've been chasing that dragon for 25 years.
1: Oh, no one did it like rax.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: It It was a mythical experience. Yeah.
0: With the racks yeah. that you went to, was it one of the ones that had the the elusive salad bar? Oh yeah, did they? You have- were at Wendy's salad bar? Oh yeah, that's I remember Wendy's Oh yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, but the 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 salad bar at Racks. So did you go to one that had like the ridiculous, where it had like Chinese food and like pizza? No, like, the- no, it didn't have all there that. Was- there were some racks that had like. They they, the they full Bonanza, taco bar they put Bonanza to shame like with the shit <laughs> that they almost had. sounds like a
1: sizzler or something. Yeah,
3: God, I miss Bonanza so bad. You don't even fucking
1: know. There's still one in St. Cloud, one in Dickinson, North Dakota, as well.
3: What about yeah. Ponderosa, which was the exact same fucking thing? Right. I think yeah. there's still one
0: in Fargo. Wow, we gotta make a weirder that I way. know that. <laughs> yeah. No, but so when um, we can go and not have to worry about dying of a pandemic, uh, myself, Nathan, and the podcast crew are going to go down. There are three remain four remaining racks. We found four yeah. of them. We actually found one. There's one in Illinois. Is
3: the
1: in closest Florida. The closest one is in Illinois, and then there's three others in Ohio. Yeah, in I, yeah I thought
3: they were in
0: Ohio, yeah.
3: No, we didn't. I think the one we went to was in Kentucky,
0: I think. The one in Illinois, though. I've also, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, so also been to a Roy right? Rogers. Oh, oh.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And what people don't may not know is Roy Rogers got bought out by Hardee's for their chicken. Remember, for a while, Hardee's was doing fried oh, chicken. Yeah. Wait, we, we, we talked, talked about, about it talked on about the, the about, show, yeah. We talked about how that yeah. failed as
0: well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was because they bought Roy Rogers. Mm. No, we were going to say that, that that Racks in Illinois still has the salad bar. Wow. So we're, 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 you know, hopefully, we're, we're, we're hoping that uh, post-pandemic, they're still around. Yeah, exactly. Pray for racks. Pray for racks. Yeah. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag pray for racks. The, the, yeah. the four locations still exist. And our, our goal is we're not only going to go there and eat, we want to record an episode with the manager of one of the last remaining racks.
3: Oh, man. That's our, that's our
0: goal. You know, some people have some, we, we're, we're, we're a humble podcast that just wants to go to a, a, an antiquated fast food chain and uh, ask them about Uncle Alligator. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we go, awesome. uh, we have one last segment, Andrew. Uh, we like okay. to call this Human Yelp Reviews. This is where you, as our guest, get sure. to review the podcast. You can either review us individually or you can do the podcast as a whole. We prefer out of a five-star metric, but that is merely a suggestion. So- sure.
3: Um, well, you know, on my podcast, we give it a five-star rating, but it's five. it's one out of five hot topics um but uh yeah so let me think here so um i mean i just gotta give jalen i'm gonna give him a six out of five for oh, just hell yeah just running running the game because like lord knows we need you on this um <laughs> you know uh nate i mean i'd give you a five but you never booked me on that show in Fairbolt, so i'm gonna give you a four point <laughs> <laughs> Book phil Co- Phil Colas couldn't book me but that's okay um and then Matt Matt Doema, I'm gonna give you a five because you switched it from maddie D up to Matt
0: Doima. And- oh, okay, we can't we can't we can't leave that on the table, Andrew. We gotta tell yeah. we gotta tell the listeners about this story. Because I I get yeah, to it but why don't you tell the story? Okay, so uh I'm performing at Galactic Pizza. And yep. it was me and uh, I think it was actually to Pizza. By the way,
3: the longest running open mic in the cities that is still technically o- running.
0: Yeah, and that's not a pre-booked open mic. Yeah, like, like yeah. a get-up stand-up. Yep. Uh, and actually, it was me and Smez. I think it was Smezrud. Was it? I think Nathan. I think you were there that night. Could have been. Oh, either you, you or... Yeah, I think it was you. Because uh, that was definitely one of those nights where you and I sat and talked for like two hours in the parking lot. Makes sense we were we got on like i think we both got on sisyphus that night and then we went over to do galactic and we were like the last people to get on so no one was there but yeah here comes in because i know uh andrew as uh, friends with mike who who runs the uh, open mic at galactic and he comes in and he was, like, you know I, what? i'm gonna watch you perform because you you didn't yeah. know who i was no nope. and i'm I, so i go and, and at the end you know you you're you fine you come up to me you go, you're, you're, you're actually you're kind of funny but your name is really stupid
2: (laughs) Uh, for the listeners um, I was
0: I was performing under the stage name uh Matty D and Andrew was the first person to show me any love (laughs) real love some tough love that I needed and he goes you know what you're a funny guy you have stage presence you have a good voice uh, you can, you, you know, you seem to be doing, you seem like you actually write down jokes and you, you, you seem to, you know, you're not just a complete newbie. He goes, I would never book a guy named Matty D on a show. <laughs> yeah. You sound like every Southie Boston comic that has ever existed. Yeah. And he goes, Matt Doyma, on the other hand, that's a name that, yeah, you're going to have to learn it. But guess what? When you learn that name, you will not forget it. Right. And I actually, owe, and I, I switched to Matt Doima like two weeks later. And then that fall, I started getting my first paid gigs.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know what's funny? So when I first started, uh Troublesome. You're gonna, bleep, uh, you're gonna
0: bleep that. You're
3: gonna bleep yeah. that, Jalen. Oh, he gave me uh, the piece of advice because my last name is really hard to pronounce. My last name is Sahak and it's not hard to pronounce, but it doesn't make sense when you look at it. And he's like, you should change that, and you should go by something else. Because I, he's like, I don't go by my last name because it's Italian and nobody can spell it. I go by my middle name, and I was like, no, fuck that shit. Because first of all, I'm not anyone else. I'm me, and also like, I like a person with a weird last name has been through some shit and they have a point of view and Matt Jones or Andy Smith or Nathan Johnson or Jalen Jones, you don't have a point of view. Cause like, you, you know, you've not, you know what I mean? Like it's just a vanilla cookie cutter name, but Matt Doima, he's had some struggles. And like that's somebody that I want to listen to talk on, I a microphone, but Matty D. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Go drink some fucking Mickeys and fuck off. Like, I (laughs) don't.
0: Why don't you go pass out after drinking four natural ices, you fucking dick?
3: Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, talk about how, like, how, like, your girlfriend's a whore and a bitch. Like, I don't have an interest (laughs) in that. But Matt Doima, I'd love to hear what Matt Doima has to say.
1: So, yeah, man. When uh, Todd Glass was in town a couple years ago. Uh, we met and hung out for a little bit and he's like what's your name and I said my name and he's like you're you're comedian right I'm like yeah and he's Mm -hmm. he's like how do you say your last name again and I'm like Smezzrud and he takes a beat and looks at me and goes don't ever change it
0: yeah exactly (laughs) plus I think I think another argument you made to me is he goes you know here's the thing he goes an MC messes up your name he goes you have an an immediate two-minute opener right right there right yeah exactly so if, if, you, if you've ever struggled to say my name, you can thank Andrew Sahawk uh, yeah. because I don't go by something simpler.
2: Matt, did no, you no, ever honestly- form as Matty D after he told you how bad it was?
0: Honestly, I changed it that weekend. Okay.
2: Um, uh, I had, okay, because
0: so I have what I like to call, there's, there's four comics who have been uh, very influential to me. Uh, one, we don't speak his name anymore. One is Andrew Sahawk. The other two are Brian Miller and uh, Mike Brody. Yeah. and these are all guys who are like yeah no maddie d's stupid we're just we didn't want to be a dick to you because you're, you're a guy <laughs> uh, and, 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 and you're not from our scene, so we kind of wanted to like make you feel like oh you can come down here sure you know, I'm, I've, I've i've always been the outside guy as a uh, as a not twin cities comic even though now i'm i i you know i mean like i think majority of the scene knows who i am um so Good I know it's comic. I, Andrew Sahak literally told like, he was the one who just gave me the tough love that I needed. Uh, and, and like, literally like that fall, boom, book gig, boom, book gig. And then like couple uh, before COVID, I was starting to like uh, work with like booking agencies and, and actually yeah. getting, and getting paid work. And I guarantee you, those booking agencies wouldn't have touched me with a 30 foot pole. Oh. If I went by many. <laughs> well, you might've
3: had a minor career. But you would never be the guy that you wanted to be. No,
0: and I, I changed my style a lot yeah, too after that. exactly. I, I, became, I, I started talking more about myself and less about not getting molested by priests. Right. I mean, that's about myself, but it was the whole thing. Um, but we're wrapping up the podcast. It's time to 86 the podcast. Uh, Andrew, uh, before we go, I want you to talk to the listeners about uh, Life Was Peachy.
3: Yeah. Um, so I do a podcast called Life Was Peachy. I haven't done it for a few months just because – uh, the COVID has put production uh, kind of difficult because I don't really have a space to do it in my house remotely. So anybody out there who knows how to do remote production, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Um, but basically, the whole concept of it is. Um, <laughs> so I'm a product of the late '80s, early '90s, up through the. the I was born in 1981, so to me, um, the music that I listen to the most is from the '90s. Now. In the 90s, I listened to like, Corn, uh, Limp Biscuit. My favorite band was Deftones. I don't really listen to most of those bands anymore, but that's what I listened to a lot then. Um, and I've been really enjoying doing a deep dive. So each episode, we have a guest on there and they get to pick a, a quote unquote classic new metal album. And we go full on, we listen to the whole album, more or less, we, we talk about the lyrics, we talk about like the context of the record, all that stuff. We do a review of it. It's just a really fun thing. You don't have to like that terrible music to like the show. Most of the episodes that are the best episodes are episodes where we hate the album. The godsmack <laughs> episode in particular is an absolute blast with Ian Fishman. Um, we've had a lot of great uh, local, uh, mostly musicians actually. We've had some comedians, but mostly musicians. Um, and it's a really fun show to do. I, I, it's super, super um, interesting and uh, like... I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to get back into it. Cause I've done research. I do a lot of research. I probably do 15 hours of research for each episode of it. Awesome. Um, yeah. So it's really, really fun. It's just like right now, it's just really hard to figure out how to do production on it. But once I can figure out something for that, we'll be back and hopefully doing that biweekly. So um, you can subscribe to it anywhere you get podcasts, except for Spotify. It's not on there yet. Um, website is lifelesspeachy.com. Um, yeah, I got that. I got, um my stand-up album dracula um which is available on vinyl i self-released that shit so it's really personal to me um, i'm super super proud of it and it looks really really cool so uh, if you like comedy on vinyl go to andrewsocksdracula.com and check that shit out um it comes with a free download code i don't know what else uh at Andrew Sock on instagram
0: and twitter i don't know that's it True, true story, Andrew. Uh, Nathan was a, a a DJ for a rap rock band.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, boy.
3: I need to hear about this.
1: Yeah. Uh, my, my... It was a high school band. Sure. And at, at you know, peak rap rock uh-huh. era. And th- they are drummer was basically the one single-handedly funding the whole thing because he belonged to a very world. wealthy family. Of course, that's that's, and, a, that's not a drummer. And they, uh, he just asked his mom to buy a couple of turntables because they were thinking about incorporating that into the band. Wow. And
3: yeah.
1: Like, does anyone know how to do that? I'm like, nah, I'll try to figure it out, though.
3: <laughs> what kind of turntables <laughs> are talking about? Like, some techniques? Uh, we no, and- I had
1: totally okay. lost on me i have no okay. idea what the name of any of the equipment was and i just went to i went to the goodwill store and just bought a stack of records and find oh, all man. the and and just listen through them to and move the the records around to find the spots in the records that made the coolest scratchy noises. Yep. okay and so i'd mark them on the uh on the records where oh they God. were then i'd just have them spinning and when we'd get to a part of the song where we'd incorporate that i'd i'd line it up and just Go over to that record and make that particular wow. noise. Other this record or that particular noise is I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> did and, you? Did you have a DJ name? Oh yeah, it was <laughs> DJ Scratch and Sniff. Oh my
3: God! Okay, what was the band <laughs> called?
1: Band was called University. Uni.
3: Okay, all right. That's that's fun. Uh, coming up, we're gonna do an episode with a Twin Cities new metal band, uh, American Head Charge. Um, so. Got some local legends uh, coming up here. So, are
0: you making them talk about their own album?
3: No, I mean because one of the guys died. The, one of the new main dudes died a couple years ago, and the other one's like in jail. So, um, no, we're not going to have them. But so basically, the format of the show is the guest gets to pick the album. So, what's really fun for me is half this stuff I never listened to because I was like, "Fucking smack no, way.
1: <laughs> dope, get out of my face, dope." Do I look um, like I'm
0: trying to join the Navy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Was Dope one of the bands that you've got? Oh, Dope is on the list. So so okay. what did, it's I've so seen
0: list. It's massive.
1: So what I did is I made a massive
3: list of it. I also then I went to Cheapo and I went to all the half price books I could find to find all of these CDs if I could if I could find them for cheap. And man, it's it's a treasure trove out there. But what's even <laughs> better though is like people will like people be like, Oh, you gotta do one about like Kilgore. I'm like, I've never even heard of that band. Who is that? So like it's it's super fun because I just listen to it and I'm like, oh my God, this is, I cannot believe people put millions of dollars into this shit. It's so oh, man. Boring. But then every once in a while I find a record and I'm like, this, I shouldn't like this very much, but I will tell you so far, I think my favorite record that we've talked about so far, I think, um is fucking Vanilla Ice is Hard to Swallow.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Really? Uh,
3: yeah really, it's really weird rock it's because
0: like uh, it's got Ross with the, metal, rock. with the metal version of Ice Ice Baby yeah on it. that song is that song is garbage and I baby fucking hate it
3: yeah
2: baby.
0: but
3: I'm telling you man like I don't know like if you like that music at all give it a spin and prepare to be surprised at how much better it is than you. <laughs> so yeah but yeah check it out life was peachy it's it's super fun oh i also do every every week before an episode comes out i do an original new metal meme on my instagram on on the life was peachy instagram so um if you like some good lulls that's
0: good for that too (laughs) i have to say i think my didn't you do the one with um uh, uh tommy lee's new metal band Oh yeah, Andy methods Matthews, of mayhem. The, methods Andy of mayhem. Matthews, like so. Andy matfield's like, I want to do methods of
3: mayhem, and I was like, what? Like oh, no one wants to do that. It's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. It, the funny thing about it is it's a really short album. It's like thirty seven minutes. Tommy's really? not even involved in like the last four tracks of that record.
1: It's fucking <laughs> weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I still remember with, the with, single from that oh, record. Oh, you mean oh, yeah. Get Naked? Get, Get naked, naked, man. man.
0: Uh, Come
3: on. Oh, wait, wait. Featuring Lil Kim, by the and way. And Fred Durst. And Fred Durst. And oh. uh, who's the DJ in it? Oh, fuck. I don't remember who the DJ
0: is. But, I don't know. Yeah. You, I just remember it was Fred Durst, Lil Kim, and Methods of, <laughs> Methods man. of man. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Nathan, how do people follow you?
1: You can find me uh, at Nathan Smesrud on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smesrud on Instagram.
0: Do you got anything to promote? No. Listen to the Awful Service podcast. Yeah, just do that. Uh, Jalen,
2: uh, you can follow me on Twitter, telling tall tale, Instagram, telling tall tales. Uh, I'm doing the uh, the noobs of comedy, um, the Mike Brody show at. Uh, uh, the house of comedy um i I'm stalling right now so I can find the date <laughs> is it September it, it is this month um oh. august 19th at, at the uh, house of comedy um it's gonna be a good show there's my friends my my also fellow baby comics are gonna be there Brody is the
3: Brody's the best
0: true yeah mike Brody's great uh true story I got bumped from doing a noobs of comedy two years ago uh, because Bruce Bruce cancelled comedy so they had to get a different comic in so they, that comic wanted to do uh, three nights instead of two and so I got day drink uh, I got I got bumped by day drinking with mom so so, t- so we've had Wendy Mayberry and Karen Pickering on the podcast and I got bu- I got bumped for them oh boy uh, and I remember their sweethearts all the time no well, of course they're they're amazing Um yeah. It, oh, um, if you are an awful service listener and you liked the Wendy Maybury episode, uh, look her up. She put out a uh, 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 an animation with Bill Clinton Clinton. Yeah, of, of MTV fame. Yeah. Uh, and it's it is honestly one of my favorite things I've seen online in forever. It's super funny. Uh, but uh, uh, you can follow me, Matt Doima at um, uh, on Twitter at Chubby Waiter because I believe in truth and advertising. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Matt Doima. I'll follow the podcast across all platforms. We do a great job sharing memes and uh, sharing our episodes. Listen to the podcast. And if you are a listener, we are still looking for your listener stories. You can submit those via uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, or uh, at um, AwfulServicePod at gmail.com. Um, we always love it when we do get those uh, those those stories because they're they're so much fun andrew again thank you so much i know we've been talking about having you on for a while yeah uh, too bad it took the uh, end of the world for it to happen but here we are hey, uh, beggars can't be choosers and, and and as always um be nice to the customer service rep online they're just trying to get your internet back up that's
3: 100 correct